Today, Joe Biden claims the economy is strong as hell. Kanye West buys parlor and Ulta celebrates girlhood from the perspective of, of course, a transgender TikTok star. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, and today's episode is brought to you by Healthy Cell. They've got a ton of different supplements to help you with sleep focus or even just a general multivitamin, which I take every day and the rest of my family does as well. We love them. You can go to HealthyCell.com slash news. Use code news for 20% off of your first order. That is HealthyCell.com slash news. It's going to be a lively one today, guys, because we've got a full table. Uh, we've got Chad Prather, who's mysteriously rubbing his eyes. I heard you talk about the topics. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've decided I don't want to be here. Like, I thought I Why? wanted to be here, now I don't. Why? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. This stuff you so, just listed. Okay, well, so we're, um, hi, we're taping now, and uh, you're going to have to talk about it. Gummit. <laughs> the time, The time to bail was uh, about five seconds ago. Also joined by Stubergear, host of Stu Does America, who's wearing a very ugly shirt. Mm, but I wow. do hope that he does want to at least talk about He shops at American topics. Eagle. I was, uh, I, I was told it's uh, an hour straight of Eagle's Cowboys talk that's, today, so no, I, that's actually I wanted not, to wrap the colors. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't see any we'll, last We'll slip night. it in. Don't worry. <laughs> also, yeah. Alex Stein, uh, pleased to be contributor and host of Conspiracy Castle. Well, I I actually really celebrate Stu's gay pride shirt. I'm happy that you're able to wear a gay pride shirt outside of the July now, or June. Alex yeah. sort of looks like he works for the Dallas front office yeah, with that yeah. blue suit Look on. Look at yeah. this. I'm like a Cowboys. Oh, let's yeah. fire everybody. We stink. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a good game last night. I'll give you that one. But it was um, it was a difficult time in my household over the weekend. Yeah. Oh, and oh, Alabama oh, lost. Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. Shout that I'm right so out. Sorry, oh. a, to Tennessee, no less. Yeah, but that was a good game. Line. But still, it stinks you on the other end of that. Yeah. It was hard, uh, but we're moving past it. I want to get into speaking of over the weekend and moving past things. This past Saturday, Joe Biden stopped at, at of course, at Baskin Robbins in Oregon while campaigning for the Democrats ahead of the midterms. Which you have to wonder if the Democrats are like, please just please don't come. We don't, no, we don't need you, Joe. It's okay. You can skip this one. I don't really think that we want you campaigning for us. Uh, but uh, while he was there eating his ice cream cone like a child, he said that the economy is, you guys don't believe your lion eyes, don't believe your checkbooks, don't believe your, your grocery bills. Joe Biden is here to tell you the economy is actually strong as hell. Watch. Our economy is strong as hell. In the internal. Inflation is worldwide worse off everyone else in the United States. So the problem is the lack of economic growth and sound policy in other countries, not so much ours. And that's how it's worldwide inflation. So I just can't think of a better representation of the Democrat Party than Joe Biden standing up there holding a freaking ice cream mm. cone like a child mumbling incoherently about how great the economy is while Americans cannot afford to pay for their groceries. It's just so, it's all so perfect. Well, grown men, particularly the president of the United States, don't walk around eating ice cream cones all but the time. But he does. But he does. But I, he does a lot. You and I have covered this before, talking about yes. if you go to ALZ.org, the Alzheimer's website, they do have a page dedicated to the fact that people in cognitive <laughs> decline eat ice cream because 
because the cold <laughs> stuff in their mouth keeps them in the moment when they're talking to other human beings. Wow. So this is very concerning. That's incredible. I really ha I did not I did not realize this until t earlier today when Chad enlightened me. I was yeah. Like, wow. This is there's a there's a page dedicated to it on the Alzheimer's website about giving them ice cream and how it's a part of their therapy. So this is frightening. People keep saying, why is he always eating ice cream? He has to. <laughs> the Adderall's running out. Or whatever it is they're injecting him with. It's fascinating. Uh, uh, first of all, I want to say that uh, the ultimate way to uh, eat ice cream is in a waffle bowl, not a waffle cone. <laughs> you get the, the convenience of the bowl with the spoon, but also the deliciousness of the waffle cone. <laughs> so I just want to say to everybody out there, anybody who gets a waffle cone, why would you bother? Get the mm. waffle bowl in every circumstance. <laughs> Second, the other big mistake he made there uh, was. Oh, this is why I bring you on. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> this <laughs> Look, insightful just, analysis just is, is why. <laughs> uh, he's right in one way. It, the, the economy is very much like hell. It's a lot of similarities <laughs> to hell. Strong as hell. I don't know if it's as strong as hell, but it's very similar to hell in a lot of different ways. And the problem with the Democratic idea here, as we get close to the election, is. You can spin yourself out of a lot of stuff like you can spin yourself out of saying, you know, you could say the other side is against democracy. You can say uh, women's rights are being taken away. You could say all these ethereal things that you can't put your fingers on. But people actually go into grocery stores a couple times a week and try to buy groceries and realize how expensive right. they are. They go to the gas station. They try to buy gas. They realize how expensive they are. I would not put this completely uh, by uh, of some people on the left, but most people don't get two, three abortions a week. <laughs> it's not hitting people the same way. You can't, right. it's just not yep. the same type of issue. People care about this. They realize how bad it is. You can't fool them by just trying to repeat the same falsehoods over and over again. It's too central to their lives and their, in their everyday existence. And I think... We're now seeing polling come and turn around as everybody's sort of getting engaged in the elections in the last few weeks. And this is starting to tighten up in those races that look like easy wins for Democrats. The ones that were close are starting to look like wins for Republicans. The ones that were close on the Republican side starting to look like blowouts on the Republican side. Everything's moving that way because people care about these issues first and foremost. Yeah. Well, it's Baskin Robbins, what, 31 flavors, right? 31 or 30? Yeah, 31. Whatever. I know that in Afghanistan, it's Baskin Robbins, one flavor. So you know what? Joe Biden's doing a hell of a job, all right? As long as we still got 31 flavors of ice cream to stay distracted... Thank you, Joe. I, it's, <laughs> so, to, great insight as well. That's obviously why I, I bring you on. And they don't um, have any waffle bowls. That's what I'm saying. They have no, no, waffle no waffle bowls. Do you think they have an option for a hot waffle cone no, or a waffle bowl? Only no, and now. they just use those wooden spoons. They don't have real oh, spoons. Oh, the you know, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hammer in on this because... What you're doing right now is you're, you're, this is obviously satire. Like, you're being sarcastic. Well, not really. You're but. being sarcastic. <laughs> but th this is actually the position that the left has started to take with inflation, with food <laughs> shortages. They're like, oh, here, uh, New York Post or New York Times or whatever is like, well, here is why inflation can actually be a good thing, right? They actually mm -hmm. are trying to spin it that way. They're trying to tell you that you have been too entitled and you're just a spoiled American. You don't understand. You need to actually reset your expectations. I mean, we saw that with the food shortages. We saw that with, with inflation. Like, we are actually seeing them. You're being sarcastic. Mm -hmm. They're actually arguing that as a serious point. Yeah, I agree. This ice cream... Tastes like the milk from Ahmed's goat. <laughs> <laughs>
It tastes like Ahmed himself. I so so I want to um I want to go to by the way Stu to your point there's a new CBS poll that came out that shows 65 percent of registered voters feel the the U.S. economy is getting worse compared to crazy 15 percent who thinks it's getting better. I guess they they heard that Joe Biden uh, you know they they lobbied for this Inflation Reduction Act and they're like well they they passed the Inflation Reduction Act so now it's going to get better. Uh, 68 percent said the Biden administration could be doing more to combat inflation. 29% said the administration was doing everything that it could. Um, and uh, the poll also found Republicans will likely take control of the House of Representatives this November. So, again, like you, you can't you can't try to fool the American public on this one because they're seeing it every day. They're feeling the effects of it. I want to play Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, who uh, apparently is out of his maternity leave these days, claimed a recession <laughs> is possible but not inevitable, even though, uh, according to like all of the metrics that we've always used, we are actually already in the recession. Watch. The threat of a recession is still looming. We saw the head of J.P. Morgan, Jamie Dimon, said it's all but certain to be coming in a few months and it's going to be bad. How worried are you? Look, it's possible but not inevitable. And we're doing everything we can to strengthen the foundations of the American economy. Um, so, again, we've experienced two uh, quarters, consecutive quarters of negative economic growth. And um, that's that has always been the rule of thumb definition to define a recession, uh, as well as had inflation that rose 8.2 percent uh, from September 2021 to September 2022, which I think is an under that's as under, I think, uh, underestimation of how much how how much uh, prices have grown in that year, because that's, I'm not paying 8% more for my stuff. I'm paying like 20% more for my stuff. Getting AIDS is possible, but not inevitable. <laughs> but if you keep doing the things that cause AIDS, there's a good chance you're gonna get it. <laughs> 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 I think I, you, 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 I just think so, if you keep doing the same it's thing. It's the analogy. Well, I, I'm sorry, I was just Pete Buttigieg. I was just thinking about Pete. and. Ahmed's goat, but let me tell you something. <laughs> you keep doing this same stuff. Exactly what we're dealing with right now is the inevitability of it because we're living in it right now. Yeah, kind of to drill down to what Biden said earlier. He said it's as scary as hell, and then he went on to explain why it's, or excuse me, as strong as hell. Yeah. And he went on to explain why he thought it was strong as hell. And his answer was basically, in comparison to the rest of the world, is as strong as hell. Right. And it's like, well, the reason th th we aren't supposed to be comparing ourselves to the, <laughs> the rest, rest of the, of the world. world. Right. Like, we're supposed to compare ourselves to, our, you know, ourselves. Us. Right? Us. What is the best that we can do? The reason why we... Foundation, we've been running... We've been through 200 years of capitalism while everyone else is trying either monarchy or despotism mm -hmm. or socialism or communism. We stay with capitalism. This is supposed to be easy for us to outperform everybody else. The fact that mm -hmm. we're going through the same things is because in this particular case, we decided to imitate all of their policies. Instead of leading like we used to, we are now going into this world and saying, hey, let's just spend uh, and print constantly and see what happens. There's a, I mean, credit where credit's due, there's a, there's a great headline in the New York Times that came out, I think, yesterday, that says the Democrats spent $1.9 trillion to fix the economy, and now they don't want to talk about it. And it's like, well, if, if it worked, this would be the right. crowning achievement of the Biden administration and it's what they'd be running on. Mm -hmm. But instead, they know it's failed. And now it's made us just like the whole rest of the world in the same crap heap with all the same problems. And largely, it's this guy's fault.
Yeah. Well, I want to make my point. We can't tell how bad things are yet, uh, and there's a lot of obfuscation with that. And I, but I have to use my chain, American chain restaurant analogy. Once again, there's a little place called Little Caesars. They I've are known for their $5 hot and ready. They have <laughs> changed that price to $8.28. Really? Yes. Yeah, so mm. a, a pizza place that their whole entire business model was to be the cheapest mm-hmm. pizza mm-hmm. raised their price. I think that's nearly like a 50% increase. So that tells you the real, even if even if we get a red wave in November, they can't put in policies. It's, it's not just going to automatically take effect. It takes time mm-hmm. for their, for whatever their legislation to come into an effect. And I think it, the crazy leftist legislation, it still hasn't all, we still Which, haven't seen it all come into effect. Oh, yeah, we're going to be feeling yeah. the effects and, for a long time. Pizza and AIDS analogies aside, this is why <laughs> Joe Biden and whoever tweets for Joe Biden came out on Sunday saying that if the Congress goes Republican, that the inflation is going to be worse than ever because yeah. they know right. that it's not just yeah. going to turn around because there's a red wave. And yeah. so they, so that's a preparation for mm-hmm. 24 because if the inflation doesn't improve with a, with a Republican Congress, they're going to say, see, we told you guys. Now you yeah. got to yeah. Blue again. And it's, it's going to get worse. It's a tell. I mean, oh, absolutely. They're saying, number one, they know this isn't going to be ending anytime soon. And number mm-hmm. two, they know they're going to be losing. Yep. Yeah. So yep. they are getting ahead of both of those things here with that approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I want to, uh, you were talking about Joe Biden again. I want to, I would be remiss if I did not play for you a uh, clip that surfaced over the weekend. I believe this was Friday at Irvine Valley College. Uh, Joe Biden stopped to take photos with supporters after a speech. And uh, here he is once again being really creepy with young girls. It just seems to be what he does. Watch. Now, the very important thing I told my daughter and granddaughters, no serious guys are 30. Okay. No what? No serious guys She's so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Please I don't. love the, the guy Secret saying, Service is like, ah, uh, don't film this, don't film this. Look, this was not, I wish I had time. There was another clip that surfaced over the weekend of him creepily sniffing a girl. He, he shook one of their, one of the hand, it was at the same ice cream shop. He walks over to the girls holding an ice cream, shakes the hand, lingers a little too long, and then like just randomly bends down and sniffs the other one. Well, sniffing's not a crime. I sniff a lot of people. And uh, <laughs> and that's actually good advice. I think that was, I mean, he's the guy's incoherent. He has Alzheimer's. I don't think these women should be with Sirius anybody until they're, well, how old? 30, you said? Yeah. yeah. Keep it. I, you know, let's maybe stop thinking of the sex lives of 11-year-olds. I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, he's trying to protect them. He's trying to protect them. Is that, is while, that he, while he touches yeah, them. Yes, while he touches them, he's protecting her. So. But, like, think of how uncomfortable she must be. When someone <laughs> speaks to you, what do you do? You turn around and you talk to them. She's so terrified, she just keeps facing right. the opposite <laughs> way. That is not how humans and interact. That is actually the body language of most human beings that he approaches. Yeah. They keep their back mm-hmm. turned to him. These kids know. Kids aren't going to hide it. They, I mean, really, like, you, I, I'm sure you guys have seen the montages of Joe Biden creepily touching children and sniffing them, and they all have the same freaking look on their face. They all look mm-hmm. like that. Good God. What, what, what am I in the middle of right <laughs> yes. now? Yes. I mean, it's, they're terrified. Literally. They just, all look like that. I just miss the good old days, and it was Bill and Monica in the White House. Now we have... Yeah. You know, at least you she got was an old age. Smells now, like mothballs in Cialis. I know. <laughs> How far we've devolved. Butterscotch discs. <laughs> and chocolate, chocolate chip. Oh, my God. It's so embarrassing. Uh, all right. We've got to uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. First, we want to thank our sponsor, My Patriot Supply. It's a uh, good time to be talking about My Patriot Supply because uh, we I mentioned earlier the food shortages that, by the way, the president himself has acknowledged is going to happen here. 
Mm -hmm. There's going to be food shortages. So go ahead and lower your expectations there, okay? But also go get my Patriot Supply. You got to go to preparewithnews.com. You can save $250 off of a three-month emergency food kit from my Patriot Supply. I would suggest stocking up on several of those because you're going to need it uh, within this administration. You're going to get breakfast, lunch, dinners, drinks, and snacks, and you're going to have over 2,000 calories a day for proper energy. Um, do not wait until it's too late. That's the thing with emergency food is that you got to order it ahead of time before you actually need it. Otherwise, you're going to be in a pinch. And don't expect to come over to my house and share my food because I prepared and you did not unless you go to. We can come over, right? I mean, you're saying no. that to the audience. You're saying we, but we could come yeah, over. Yeah, Glenn can come over. Glenn can come over. We should Glenn go over has. We should yeah, go over that's where you need to go. Glenn's got like five years worth yeah. of emergency food. I don't have enough for you guys, yeah. and I'm turning you away. I, I mean, but you like us. I mean, I think we're. I love you guys. During oh, the apocalypse, listen. you're saying listen, they're not going to have Uber you, Eats. No, guys, listen. I'm putting my foot down. It's me, Sarah, and Steven. That's it. <laughs> really? What about the dogs <laughs> and the kids? Nobody else is coming over. <laughs> Preparewithnews.com. What Don't kids? wait till it's too late. Preparewithnews.com. <laughs> Over the weekend, uh, Ulta Beauty promoted a new digital campaign. It is called The Beauty of Girlhood. And you may, when I show you this clip, you may find a shocking observation here. There are actually no girls featured in the clip because it's uh, Dylan Mulvaney, a transgender TikTok star, and uh, gender-fluid celebrity hairstylist David Lopez, who is just a dude with facial hair and a wig on. So it looks rather weird. Um, interestingly enough, as they're talking about womanhood or girlhood, uh, Mulvaney discusses all sorts of things he thinks he can do as a woman. Watch. Now I know I can find love. I know I can still be a performer. I know that I can have a family. I want to be a mom one day. And I absolutely can. And mm -hmm. that's why the narrative still has a long way to go. Because when I was grieving Boy Dylan, I didn't know those things were even accessible to me. Um, so believe me when I tell you, Ulta got totally dragged on Twitter, they had to, uh, they were getting all of these comments that they first started hiding from women that are like, yeah, that she, that's a dude, and um, number one, they can't replace me, and number two, uh, he can't be a mom because it requires certain body parts and organs that he doesn't have. And uh, Ulta hid the replies, uh, changed their, their status of their tweet to not allow people to reply at all, and then officially responded, we believe beauty is for everyone. And while we recognize some conversations we host will challenge perspectives and opinions, we believe constructive dialogue is one important way to move beauty forward, which is, I'm sure, why they hid the replies and didn't allow people to respond. <laughs> the intersectionality of gender identity is nuanced, something David and Dylan acknowledge themselves within the episode, regardless of how someone identifies. They deserve our respect. And I would just like to say, I want to hear from you, gentlemen, but um, as the woman at the table and as someone who literally created a company to fight and combat stuff like this, if you'd like to buy makeup from a company that believes that you are a woman and you are unique and men cannot replace you, you should go to AmericanBeautyBySarah.com. <laughs> literally why the company was created. Yeah. Listen, I've got two ex-wives, two ex-mother-in-laws, a mother, three daughters, a female dog. Uh, I've got so much estrogen in my life, I'm technically in cycle with all of them. But I don't understand women. No man understands women. I don't understand how a man thinks he can be a woman. Men don't understand women. This is the ultimate grift on the part of the Ulta. They mm -hmm. built a billion-dollar company off of women, women. real women. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's a smart marketing ploy because not all women wear makeup. 
But all transgender women wear makeup. They have to. It's a necessity. And how many of those but are But there's there? not that many of them. So what I say is just stop selling to real women. Obviously, they would never do this. But, I mean, if, if, if you, build, like you, you claim to support real women mm-hmm. with beauty products, mm-hmm. but now you're going to market to fake women, uh, just let them be your customer base and see how well your company does. Yeah, and it's not just marketing to them. I mean, it, they're they're taking them and using them, these men. Well, it, it is the absolute objectification. Yes. And it's an insult to women. This is it's if, infuriating. You know, it's infuriating. It's and an insult to women. Any woman who does not see that, it, like, who sees that and goes like, oh, I support trans women. This is so great. Like, screw you. You don't deserve, <laughs> you don't deserve to be. I mean, really, truly, like, go get help. Go to a go to a counselor, go to a therapist and figure out what the hell is wrong with you that you don't mind being erased because this is the erasure of women. Like quite literally, they're uh, trying to dominate women's sports. Right. They're taking our they're going to take our scholarships away. Um, They're trying to pretend as if they can be mothers now. I I mean, like it's it. This is the patriarchy. Well, to your credit, though, I do want to say this because you brought up Leah Thomas. Uh, Leah Thomas, well, you said sports. Leah sports. Thomas swam on the men's team for three years, and then after a year of hormone therapy, was able to swim on the women's team and was able to win multiple NCAA championships. And now some people on the conservative side say, oh, that's unfair. But Leah Thomas, with her penis, has done more for women's swimming than any woman could do by herself. So <laughs> I didn't know anything about That's what I'm saying. Nobody, I didn't know one woman swimmer until Leah Thomas. So once again, I think this is going to help Ulta. This is probably going to make them uh, usurp Sephora and become the makeup lord. So good job, Ulta. L-O-U-R-D-E. Uh, you're doing a heck of a job, just like Leah Thomas did a heck of a job lifting women swimming into the stratosphere. Not only she lifted, uh, Leah Thomas has lifted female swimming, she's the best woman. She's better than other women. I don't know what the difference is exactly. They might be, I'm told they're the exact same for whatever reason. She's just better at this sport than every woman. It takes a man to do a woman's job. And that's just a clear example. I I want to punch you right (laughs) now. I will say that, you know, Normally, like if there's a company that doesn't like you don't like what they're doing, you can just, you know, do business with another company. And in this particular instance, there's just no other options to buy makeup for women. If there was another option, we mm. could recommend that sort mm-hmm. of option mm-hmm. here on the show. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there's, there's no other no option. No, there is. What? There is. What? Yeah. Where, would we, where would people Afghanistan go? Afghanistan Beauty by Alex. And uh, <laughs> really? can, yes, it's my new makeup Ahmed.com. <laughs> American Beauty by Sarah. Oh, dot com. American Beauty by Sarah dot com. American Beauty by Sarah. Com. Is that available now? It is available it is. now. Can, people, can anyone go to this website? I literally created a promo code in honor of Ulta that is real woman. Oh, oh, wow. Beautiful. Wow. Because we are here to celebrate womanhood and femininity, and um, we're not going to try to pander to people or try to enable mental illness. We're just not. What? Now, let me, don't get me wrong, I'm a capitalist. If a transgender wants to buy my makeup, more than welcome to, I'll sell it to you, but I'm not here to try to tell you that you can be a woman because you can't. I just don't know a lot about this. So you just go to a, an internet uh, <laughs> a device browser. and mm-hmm. you type in, what do you type in? American Beauty by, by Sarah. Sarah. No H. No, no H. H. Dot People com. always com. add the H. No, okay. H. no H. Yeah. yeah. So now you know. You add the H, you stay ugly. And, <laughs> and if you can, you can plug mine, Afghanistan Beauty by line. Alex. Uh, and it's just a burqa. It's basically, we sell burqas. By the way, <laughs> I'm wearing uh, Miss America right now on my lips. This is the color Miss America, if you like a good nude. Um, but but really. Chad does. And I do yeah. love women, and I'm yeah. in Dallas tonight, so what's up? <laughs> 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 um, 
I want to, on this topic, I do want to share Let's a little it. bit of, I think, <laughs> would be good news if this bill actually goes through as a bill that's been introduced by Republicans in Michigan that would make gender transitions of minors punishable by up to life imprisonment, which I actually think is going too easy on them because, as you guys know, on this program, I advocate for this being a crime and the, the penalty being uh, the death penalty. Uh, but this says, under the bill, a person would be found guilty of child abuse in the first degree if the person knowingly or intentionally consents to, obtains, or assists with the gender transition procedure for a child. So this would not only include parents and guardians, but also physicians or other licensed medical professionals who engage in this particular activity. Uh, obviously, like I said, this is this is proposed by the Republicans in Michigan. So I, you know, like, I, I don't know. The One of the representatives who introduced it said he believes most Michigan Democrats would also agree with the measure, but that they can't publicly say so without damaging their political career. So it's difficult to, to uh, think that they would actually vote uh, for this. But this is the type of crap that needs to be done, especially in red states. The fact that we don't have this on the books in Texas is crazy to me. I, I agree. Maybe if we had a different governor. Maybe, Maybe. if we did have a different I mean, governor. I mean, not Beto, not Beto. I was just <laughs> making a joke yeah. about Chad. Don't vote for Beto. <laughs> vote for Greg Abbott. Yes, 100%. Yeah, please. But we did try to give you some options yeah. on that. Some people that were a little more proactive. I'd say so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd say so. Didn't, didn't just, you know, wait for things to happen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in a big government shield kind of way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's the, there are some things that adults can do that kids cannot do, even True. if they consent. That's right. Uh, we, that's what we have. There's an age of consent mm-hmm. for many things that should remain in place despite how much hair sniffing our president does. Mm-hmm. And I think like this is one of those things, whether the child says that they're another gender or not, we should not be able to mutilate their bodies uh, with, because, you know, they're not really in the position to make that kind of decision. Now, you want to grow up, you're 18 years old, you want to do something, uh, you could do it. Obviously, mm-hmm. this, is, this, is, this is America. You can do a lot of stuff things that I wouldn't necessarily do. Uh, you get to make those choices. But when you're a kid, you don't. Yeah, that, that should be something we could all agree on. And in yeah. fact, up until really recently, we did. Like, this is not even something where, you know, in, this is not even going back to Bill Clinton. It's like Barack Obama. Yeah. Remember, Barack Obama ran for president against gay, gay marriage. marriage. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is how fast this has changed. And Hillary as well. So, I mean, these are lines that used to be really common knowledge and common, uh, you know, really a common courtesy for, for children to be able to go through their lives and think maybe some crazy things without having life-changing consequences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're now reversing that. It's a bad idea. Yeah. Well, and it's not a reflection of society. Even people that are pro-choice, that are pro-abortion, believe there should be a limit, but all the politicians fight for abortion up until after birth in some circumstances. And, like, this would be a simple law. Hey, kids that... You know, under 17 should not get gender reassignment surgery. They can't vote. They can't, you know, drive a car in certain circumstances. There's a lot of rules that young people cannot do because they're not at the right age threshold. Mm-hmm. Create a threshold. That's not that insane. Mm-hmm. But because these politicians on the left would be demonized for even coming up with some sort of, you know, uh, solution to this problem, we'll never get one. Yeah, they yeah. can't. They can't consent to sex. But they Listen. can have adults cut off their sex parts. Yeah, right. it, it makes sense. sense. You know, I saw a couple of viral videos in the last week where people pull up in traffic, they look over, and there's a ten-year-old driving a car, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw in that traffic. Clip. And everybody, you see that clip? Yeah. And everybody's going crazy. Oh, what's up? There's a kid driving a car and all that kind of stuff. You, you know that's not right for right. a kid oh. to be driving a car. Right. And the Stu's right. point's like, well, if that's not okay, then they shouldn't be lopping off their genitals. Right. Yeah. yeah. Seems like something we should all be able to agree. Yeah. So they, ca- they talk about, I know we got to take a break. They talk about common sense reform, right? They always talk about common mm. sense. Seems to me 
me like this is the one. Yeah, this mm. is this is the common sense that we are discussing so often, and they just can't manage to agree to it. Um, all right, we've got to take another quick break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, First Liberty. So um, the Democrats are constantly raising the issue of court packing. And uh, look, make no mistake, court packing is a coup. You've got Biden, Pelosi, Schumer. You've got Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> screeching about trying to pack the Supreme Court. And if we don't stop them from installing former justices, uh, they're going to rig the system in their favor. And obviously, this is going to be super catastrophic for our entire way of life. We cannot let that happen. That is why First Liberty needs you guys. This is the easiest thing I'm ever going to ask you to do. Truly. Go sign your name on their petition to say no to the court packing, say no to the Supreme Court coup. You just go sign your name, okay? You can go to supremecoup.com. Show your support by going to supremecoup.com. Earlier today, Kanye West and Parler announced that Kanye has agreed to buy Parler. Or is it yay? I don't know. Can we still call him? It's just yay. I thought it was yay for a while. Since last week, I've decided it's yay. So we have this discussion. Yeah, Kanye. You say Yeezy, but it's Kanye. Yeah, but what's Yeezy? I thought Yeezy was the end of of Kanye with Yeezy on the end. I just wish I that, know. like, could we just stick to the See, names the that we have? the artist formerly known as Kanye, is that the deal? Yeah, yeah, like yeah exactly. Um, so Parler tweeted out, Parliament Technologies is pleased to announce that it has entered into an agreement in principle for Ye, formerly known as Kanye West, to acquire the Parler platform. This, uh, this acquisition ensures Parler a future role in creating an uncancelable ecosystem where all voices are welcome. This, of course, comes on the heels of Kanye losing his social media accounts for saying he would go, quote, Death Con 3 on Jewish people, which is like Alrighty. probably something you should not say. Uh, he's also come under more fire for comments he made about Jews on a web TV show called Drink Champs. One of his remarks was, what they do is the Jewish community, especially in the music industry, entertainment, period, they'll take one of us, the brightest of us, that could really feed a whole village, and they take and milk us until we die, and then Stevie Wonder's kid got to get a job. Which is, again, I feel like probably not something you should be saying on public shows, maybe. Um, but uh, CNN, of course, reacted to this news by calling Parler a haven of hate. Watch. Look, Parler is a haven of hate. It's a cesspool of bigotry that resembles 4chan a lot less than Facebook. A lot less than? Oh, a haven of hate. Haven of hate. Well, then, who better than yay? to grab this haven of hate and make it his own, I guess. Okay. What is wrong with you today? This is where we are. This is, I have a problem with this. First of all, what he said, and then maybe you don't say that about the Jewish people, but you can't say that about show business. That's actually what they do to you. Mm-hmm. They suck the life out of you, and then they kick you to the curb when they're done with you. That's a fact. Yeah. So, but the spe- to the specifics where he starts singling out the Jewish community and Jews in show business specifically, yeah, it's going to get you in trouble every damn time. <laughs> but You think? Yeah, they, they will grind you to powder. Um and here's the thing. I, I, I'm not on par- I, I think I have a parlor account. I yeah, don't really too. use it. Uh, I don't know. But maybe this is going to be something where finally people gravitate to a social media platform. Because in my opinion, people don't want to leave the big ones because, you know, you don't know when somebody famous is going to retweet you or at you or something like that. These other lesser known applications like a parlor, eh, you haven't had that kind of chance. Maybe maybe Yay is going to bring that to parlor. I don't know. 
I still don't trust the guy at all mm -hmm. because, again, he's just he's bipolar. He's all over the map. And he's not a conservative. No, of course not. But, you know, yeah, he said some things that ring true in your head. Right. and Everybody gravitates to that because he's a celebrity or he's got influence and he's got a platform, whatever. I don't buy into that. I don't, I don't trust any of it. I think you go out on that, you're going to be on some very thin ice. Yeah, still. I mean, look, uh, I think Kanye West is insane. <laughs> I've thought he's insane from right. before. You know, he's a contrarian, and he's a bit insane. Yeah. And so when it, everyone was together and saying, like, hey, let's come together on... Hurricane Katrina. He was out in front of the crowd saying George Bush doesn't care about black people and poor Mike Myers is standing there with the greatest look of all so time good. on live TV. Um, and, you know, because he, he was he, I mean, just, I mean, that evidence, all that entire time, he was a you know, liberal, a mm -hmm. big time liberal. Mm -hmm. um, and then he started liking Donald Trump and everybody had to change seats. And all of a sudden, everyone who liked Kanye hates him. And everyone who hated him likes him. And like, you know, look, this guy, this is a guy who he, I am told he's a genius. Everyone tells me he's a genius. I have not seen all of the evidence to support mm -hmm. this particular claim. I feel like a genius would not uh, have maybe made that right. tweet. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, as the Blaze TV resident rapper and artist. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You don't understand. Uh, Biggie Small said it best to Mo Money, Mo Problems, all right? Mm -hmm. And Kanye is at a level now where he created one of the most famous shoe lines with the Kanye West Yeezys. And he has so much money, power, and influence that he doesn't even know how to handle it. So I think he is, you know, maybe, what did you say? He bit off a little more than he so could So he's shoot. a victim to the system. He's a victim of the system. And he is a champion. He's a hero. And he's saying some crazy stuff. But maybe he's drinking a little bit, smoking a little bit. He needs to needs to relax. He probably needs to get some handlers around him that can actually calm him down a little bit. But at the end of the day, if we're looking at Kanye West to be our political hero, I say this all the time, idolizing a politician, idolizing a celebrity is like thinking the stripper actually likes you. They don't like you, all right? And what? these politicians don't care about you. And it's not Kanye West. Is that, is the the one that's going to win the culture war for us. It's you out there fighting for it. So I'm actually happy that this is happening, that he's bringing attention to it. The way he's getting attention, probably not the best way. So he's a pimp on a blimp. He is a pimp on a blimp. Uh, but the blimp cannot, may not stay afloat. Not very long. J.P. Morgan Chase is not going to sell at Helium anymore. It doesn't think. seem like this is a good <laughs> business decision for him. Yeah, I don't it's, think it is. Well, it's a great business decision for, for Candace Owens. Candace Owens. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Candace <laughs> Owens has hit a home run, home run, home run. I mean, she's yeah. like Aaron Judge right now with homers. Yeah. It is, And for those of you who don't know, the, the fascinating part of this is his recent association with Candace Owens. His, her husband, George Farmer, is what, CEO or CEO. VP? CEO of Parlor, so mm. very interesting development. I would agree that is an interesting <laughs> development. Look, I mean, look, he's got a lot of money; he can do with what he wants. I think what's interesting though is when you hear his anti-Semitic comments, which I think were absolutely terrible. Like yeah. I have no, no, no time for that nonsense. But he sounds exactly like Nick Cannon, who mm. said basically the same sort of crazy crap and remains on network television. That's a great point. Uh, because of it, he never got any punishment. He never got kicked off of social media. He didn't get anything for that. Mm. Really, he got he got suspended for some time and then got his show back. He he's on multiple major networks. Yeah, he didn't he get didn't debanked. Get he didn't get any yeah. of that. And you know, look, you know, Kanye West, who has now associated himself with people like Candace and people like uh, Donald Trump on the right now gets that punishment, despite how famous he is, uh, for, for his crazy commentary. And look, it is crazy, but like, this has been the foray of the left for a long, long time. When this is deeply ingrained. You mentioned this uh, earlier off the air. We were talking about Karl Marx. Karl Marx was Jewish, right? He came out. He's a self-hating Jew. Mm -hmm. And he was a guy who, uh, who was a, a vicious anti-Semite, Karl Marx was. 
this goes back through leftism, is, is inherent in progressivism and communism throughout all of its history from day one, person one. It's very much central of that ideology. And because Kanye West, who, yes, associated himself with Donald Trump and has some friends on the right, but also, I would remind people, ran for president against Donald Trump. I don't know why everyone thinks he's such a Trump ally, but like he ran for president against him, but because he has any right association, he gets debanked and Nick Cannon has two major primetime network shows on at the same time. It's a quite the double standard. If you're worth almost a billion and then you get debanked, how do you get that money? Do you go up and get it? Like, put a suitcase on one of those big checks. You know, Jesus walks. I mean, how do you carry all that? It's a great question. Mm. I'd love to try it. I hope to find out someday. (laughs) I don't know, yeah. yeah. Uh, All right, we've got more to come. Stay tuned. I'm going to take that $2 bill. on, uh, the United States has sent so many weapons to Ukraine that U.S. stocks are becoming depleted, and there's concern that the U.S. military could soon be crippled. But you have to, I mean, this is a feel-good story, I think, actually, because you, you can feel good that you are donating to a, the good cause of Ukraine, whose government is not corrupt at all, and would never do such, you know, some sort of money laundering for the United States or anything like that. Uh, since August, the Pentagon has withdrawn $10.5 billion in weapons and equipment directly from United States stocks. That includes over 1,400 Stingers, 8,500 Javelins, 38 coveted high-mobility artillery rocket systems, and eight national advanced surface-to-air missile systems. It also includes thousands of electronic communications and surveillance systems, uh, as well as funding for training, maintenance, and sustainment. Um, By the way, all of that aid has put the largest strain on the defense industrial base since the Korean War. Um, I just don't feel like this ends well. I don't I just don't don't feel like it ends well at all, because not only are we sending all of our money there, all of our taxpayer money there, um, we're also sending our weapons. And I don't know if anyone's noticed, but we're kind of weak right now. So I feel like China and Russia and all these places are looking at us like. Well, when the federal government comes out and says, you know what, if you were born a man, I don't care if you identify as a woman, you're still getting drafted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're definitely not like, hitting recruitment quotas. We so just feel like, like something's coming. We're going to war. <laughs> cool. Yeah, fatigues don't fit my fat ass. <laughs> yeah, but when we talk about war, do you guys ever realize we just lost a 20-year war to the Middle East? Like, we didn't win that war. So the idea that America's just going to go win another war, I mean, I really don't. If Russia is struggling this much with Ukraine, I think we're pretty much similar the same as Russia. Like, any of these wars are basically just proxy wars where people die and, and nobody benefits. So... If we, if we get into war, I think, and we're on the side of Germany, Germany is what, 0 and 2 in the last World Wars? If, and we're on Germany's side this, this, time, this time. So <laughs> we're going to be 0 for 3 in World Wars. Germany will be. I you don't want to be on Germany's side during Well, we are. So. But that's what I'm saying. In the World yeah. War, now we're on Germany's side. She, they're 0 and 2. Now we're going to team up with them. No, that's not good. You know, and you mentioned, you said, uh, yeah, well, uh, you know, we're kind of weak right now. I don't know if anyone's noticed. Well, Vladimir Putin noticed, yes. which is why all this is happening. Which is why all this right? is happening. Like, but they're weak right now, I'd say. Yeah, well, now they are. You yeah. know, I mean, Look, I think they overshot and they didn't. Yeah. They, they misread what was going to happen in this right. war. And they, they paid a heavy price and but this is what's so scary about this is like 
if you're Vladimir Putin, how do you get out of this? Like, what do you do? You, you, you can't, if you decide, ah, you know what, actually, we don't need any of that land. We're just going to come back. Like, there's no way that occurs. Yeah. There's no way, even if it did occur, we would be like, okay, well, then come back and you can trade with us all again. Put RT back on all of our, our cable <laughs> systems. Like, none of that's going to happen. There's no reversing from this. And I keep going back to this one central thing, which is like, we're at a point where the only thing between us and nuclear world war is Vladimir Putin's restraint and Joe Biden's competence. <laughs> Those are the only two things between us right now. The fact that we were put in this situation in the first place is the big mistake. But how do you reverse it? How do you unwind it at this point? I, they obviously have no idea how to do it. And I don't know what you would do. They, it's like at some point you screwed things up so badly there isn't an easy way out. And that's where we find ourselves. Yeah, um, well, last Friday, speaking of Russia and Ukraine, uh, Elon Musk was put on Ukraine's kill list for like 10 minutes before it was taken down. This was, of course, after Elon Musk said SpaceX cannot indefinitely fund the Starlink Internet service in Ukraine, as well as his proposed plan for peace between Russia and Ukraine that included recognizing Crimea as part of Russia. Uh, so this is a list compiled by Ukrainians of people they believe are enemies of Ukraine who have signs of crimes against the national security of Ukraine, peace, human security, and international law. Um, the site has been internationally condemned but not taken down by the Ukrainian government. And uh, yeah, Elon Musk was, he he was sweating it for about like 10 minutes. He's like, oh crap, what's going to happen? But then they took it off. I have a lot of sympathy for, for Elon Musk's position here. And like, he really yeah. has stepped up to try to help these people. And then he, tra- look, he You proposes, never get the things that you deserve, no, you which never is why you shouldn't do it in the first place. We're spending all this money over there. Why aren't we sending enough why, why aren't we paying him? Why, why is he the only guy who has to donate something out of this? And I get that he's rich and doing it on his own accord. But then in, in addition to that, he, tw- he puts out a tweet. And the tweet is this solution. Now, look, you're not going to solve the Ukraine-Russia thing in a tweet. Maybe. He puts, I, I, mean, I just love that it was not. a poll, right? Yeah, it was a poll. I just yeah. love that it was a poll. Yeah, and it's like, look, is anyone <laughs> taking this seriously as policy? He's, he's like, he's brainstorming. He's, yeah. he's like, look, he, uh, we all want this to end. I care about Ukraine. I care about the Russian people. I, I don't want anything bad to happen to anybody in either of these two countries. I'd like it to be over. I have more... I have more of a, an appetite to end it than I do any territorial barrier, uh, barriers like in borders. I don't, look, I don't care about from cities to city of what's going on over there. Honestly, I don't want, I don't want to get into nuclear war. That's what I don't want mm-hmm. to do. So he's throwing a proposal out there, and the, the ambassador from the country comes out and lights him up with F-bombs. This is a guy who's donated hundreds of millions of dollars to your cause through his company. He's taking losses. He's done nothing but try to be helpful. Maybe he is wrong on this, but to do that to him, and I loved Elon Musk's response. It's like, well, actually, we're just listening to their advice. They said to F off, so we're effing off. Yeah. I, I don't, I, yeah. He's a better man than I am, yeah. because if I got that treatment from the country, I'd be out. These, I would sink all the, I would, I would take my SpaceX rocket up there and start <laughs> shooting down satellites so they couldn't get internet, but he, I'm a bad person. He, well, as I was going to say, I, he's a better person than me, because I never would have done it to begin Stu with. Stu just got put on the Ukrainian kill list. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Am I on that list? I'm about to go check it. I've said some very unflattering yeah. things mm. about Vladimir Zelensky. So, but you're be... going insane for the Ukraine. So That's what I'm saying. See, yeah. maybe they actually put me on an uh, MVP list, yeah. a positive yeah. 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 list, dude. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> we got to take a break. We'll be back. I feel like Alex Stein is on every list. I know. All, all the lists. Lists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we all are at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Congratulations, everyone. The World Economic Forum back in 2019 introduced their sustainable protein objectives for the world, and they want us by 2030 to be eating plant-based meat, lab-grown meat, or insects and worms, which is great, because in the Netherlands, they're already actually introducing children to eating mealworms at school. Watch. Buiten deze heerlijke plantaardige gerechten heb ik namelijk ook een zakje met mealwormen. Oh, yay! Oh, I want a mealworm. Me, me, oh. Delicious. That's a little way of stressing. Three, two, one. I cannot even watch this. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh I my bought god. a bag last week at the grocery store. I'm the grocery store old man now. I go every day yeah. and just kind of walk around with my cart just mm -hmm. seeing what I might need or might need in the future. It's kind of nice to go and do I that. I a very yeah. lonely life, Stu. <laughs> I go every day. I walk around with my little cart and I buy, I got all the light bulbs and the batteries and I bought some mealworms the other day. Because you never know. No, you didn't. I did. I actually made a video about it and put it on my Instagram. Yeah, I feed my turtle bugs. I buy them all the time. I was gonna say, I have yeah, mealworms. Yeah. They're for my lizard. Mm. My son's what? lizard. Never well, know, sir. You know, it's funny though, they used to indoctrinate do me in school about eating bugs. They said that we were gonna eat bugs and that they're healthy. For I'd you. rather die. You know, Joe Rogan started all this with Fear Factor. This is yeah, on I know. him. It's all on him. You're yeah. right. It's Joe Rogan. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.